Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to Easier with a Friend. This is Chi and Elaine, and we figured we'll kick off our first episode of 2021 talking about everyone's favorite New Year topic: resolutions. <laughs> yep. So more than any previous year, this one feels like a good time to start fresh. So, you know, we thought we'd jump. Share some thoughts and jump into it. What does everyone inevitably do at the beginning of the year? So, I mean, to get right to it, Chi, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions? I mean, love them, hate them? Do you usually commit to them yearly? How do you feel? Well, I, if I have to choose between the love or hate camp, I guess <laughs> I would have to go with the love camp. Um, you know, but it's more like I like them. I, I don't know if I love them, but I, I like them because I am one of those like, goal people, list people, and this, True. you know, kind of, kind of falls into that. I mean, you, it's just going by a different name than, than goals or lists. Right. And so, right. yeah, so, um, that, that's how I feel about them, I guess. I, I, I hate that there is a slight negative connotation to them, but mm -hmm. I, if you call them a goal or a list, I'm all for it. I mean, it's true. Right. But I, I guess the thing is, I don't know why it is, right? But this is, that's actually a good topic to discuss. Like New Year's resolutions, I guess, kind of don't feel exactly like goals to people because I feel like I know a lot of people who set goals out and they do push forth and achieve them. They call it a goal. They commit to it. They make, you know, a pathway to get there. But when you call it a New Year's resolution, it's almost kind of like, this is sort of a goal I have, but you, there's almost like permission to break it. If, if that sounds, I don't, yes. I don't know if that sounds right, but you know, like, so. And, and you tend to just hear the same old one every year diet, right? That the, the popular <laughs> one that's like, oh, we're all, you know, made some terrible decisions during the holidays. And now <laughs> we're, all, we're all thinking about what the scale is going to be saying to us, you know? And, and so I think, yeah, I, I make goals every year, every year. Uh, and I've been doing it now consistently where I actually keep a list and then I check mm -hmm. back in on it and, and see what I've checked off and, and, you know, and so I've been doing it consistently now for about four years, you know, okay. not anything that's like a long tradition, but yeah, you know, I, I've set goals every year. Okay. Well, I mean, and I, I'm like, okay. So, you know, as, as far as, you know, being friends go, Chi and I are obviously friends for a very long time, but we're also very opposite people. She's <laughs> the list and goal and organization girl. And I'm kind of like the general <laughs> large goals, but I'm more of the let's, let's like ride this year out and see where it takes us kind of girl. Like, but I will say that the company I work for now, they're very big on goals. So I've been doing them now for probably about four years because that's about how long I've been working for them. Well, you know, from, from <laughs> your perspective as someone who doesn't necessarily default to these type of, uh, of activities, do, <laughs> how do you, do you like them? Do you, what do you, how do you feel about them? Oh, no, mine is definitely a love hate relationship with them. Right. Because I do, <laughs> Like as much as I don't do goals, I am one of those girls who does do New Year's resolutions every year. And okay. I'm not very good at, because like I said, it's almost like, you're like, yes, yes, this is, this is the year. This is my resolution. I'm going to whatever, lose weight, make money, blah, blah, blah. It's always 
kind of along the same vein, right? <laughs> like you said. And then, you know, come, I don't know, February, March, I mean, depending <laughs> on the year, maybe the second week of January, I'm like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm your classic New Year's resolution, non-follow through kind of, of girl. But I mean, yeah, so I guess you call them goals. I call them resolutions. What, what do you typically, like, what do you typically have on your list? Like, is it, do you find it kind of like the same resolution or the same goal every year? Or do you typically have new ones every year? I mean, what does your list kind of look like? Well, um, I tend to, like you have kind of bigger goals, right? That I want right. to do, you know, 10 years from now, whatever. Um, and I work backward from there, I guess. And, and when I'm making my goal list for each year and I say, okay, if I want to get there, what do, you know, what do I need to be doing now or, you know, in the near future? And how I think about it is that any change you want to implement need to be a habit before it actually can stick, if you know what mm -hmm. I mean. Like if, if you're sure. just kind of doing it on a short-term basis or if you kind of just, you know, not really making it a routine or a habit, chances are you're going to fall off that wagon, you know, right. diet, right. whatever it is. And so I really do take that approach of like, okay, what do I need to be doing to make this a routine, to make this mm -hmm. a habit so that then it will bring me one step closer to achieving that goal. And so, you know, for example, I have on my list this year that I would be drinking water on a schedule because it's not enough to just set a goal to say, I want to drink more water this year, right? Because that's a good goal. That's the, a, along the line of diet and health, you know? Right. But yeah. I've, I've tried to make it into something where I said, okay, every three hours, I will drink, you know, this much water, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and that, putting it on a schedule, making it a routine is what really helps me. So they're not like grand big you know things mm -hmm. but like you know the usuals are on there I have to say in terms of categories health finances mm -hmm. uh, quality time with the kids you know all those things are on there but I really try to think of um, or, or you know phrase them or set them in a way where it's relating to some routine that I can pick up you know um, and so that's kind of how I approach it I see what I've been doing wrong all this time because <laughs> <laughs> you know my goal is, oh yeah, drink more water this year. La la la. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then a weekend, I'm like, hmm, how's my water consumption? I don't really know. How many have I drunk today? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, maybe if I break it down like that. So that's interesting because I actually recently, um, my manager brought up to us that we should read this book. It's called Goals by Brian Tracy. Mm -hmm. And he gave us like kind of a synopsis, like the 12 steps to goal setting or something like that. And I, I actually found it really helpful. Like I was like, huh, you know, really never thought of it that way, but it's kind of like what you said, right? Like set a goal and then you work backwards from that, right? Like, okay, sure. Let's say your goal is I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. Then you need to be like, well, what is it that's going to take me there? Right? Like, mm -hmm. do I need to go to the gym every day? Do I need to drink eight ounces of water daily? Do I need to meal prep once a week and then kind of set those as your mm -hmm. goals to get you to the ultimate goal of the year, right? 
So I changed up my goals a little bit this year, actually. Um, so according to, you know, the book and stuff, but I tend to have a lot of, I tend to have a lot of financial goals on mine, you know, uh, not so much. Do I have a, I do have a diet goal on mine this year, <laughs> mostly because eating has been out of control and I'm like, all right, we got to rein this in. Like, <laughs> I want to live a long, happy life, not a short, happy life. <laughs> well, you know, I think we were all uh, coping with uh, uh, 2020 by stress eating. So you get a pass oh. this year. <laughs> oh, for sure. When we first went into quarantine, I was just like, eat everything in the house, everything. What, <laughs> what's available? What's in the pantry? What's in the deep freezer? Like in the back of the freezer that I can whip out and, and make and eat? No, for sure. Like, it's just a whole thing. So, I mean, would you usually say you, you said you've been doing this for what about four or five years? Do you usually feel like you follow through on your goals? Like would you achieve them every year or you leave some on the table? How does that typically look for you? Okay. So as, as much as I'm really glad to hear that my method, my goal setting method aligns with someone who's actually written a book and gotten it published. Right. So yay me. Um, <laughs> I also have to confess the water drinking goal is a repeated, <laughs> is a repeated <laughs> item on my list. So that was on my list last year. Uh -huh. And, you know, typical resolution stuff. I was doing great for like the first three months. Okay. And even, you know, the, the first few months into the pandemic, I was still doing okay. Right. Be mm -hmm. the, at the beginning of the shutdown and I, I'm blaming it on the pandemic, but I fell off that wagon mm -hmm. and, you know, just stopped. I just stopped doing it on a schedule. You know, I would try to get back to it on certain days, but then, you know, instead of going into the kitchen to get my, oh, it's time to drink that glass of water. I instead open up my refrigerator and <laughs> <laughs> explore my options for hydration there and, <laughs> and end up eating instead of drinking. And, and yeah, so... You know, it, it, it's, it takes discipline too. I think, you know, the goal setting is like step one, right? And then, right. No, and then it takes discipline to really, and, and you really have to keep at it. Like I said, I think I was doing it for a good, you know, two, three months, but it still wasn't a habit yet. So I really am still struggling with having the discipline to turn that, you know, that routine, the beginning of that routine into a habit. So yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I always have something about health on there because, I think, you know, just in general, as you get older, not that, not that I'm saying we're old, right? We're not, but we're, we're, we're just, you know, we're all aging. Okay. Save that. <laughs> and, and so, you know, we, we do have, we think about our health more. We do appreciate having good health and we want to maintain that. So I always have a, a health goal on there. And mm -hmm. I think just having kids and, and being kind of the, the person responsible for, you know, grocery buying and, and food decisions for my family. I, I think about it a lot more in terms of like, you know, good habits and health habits for, for the kids and the family. And so, um, you know, like I have a goal on there that we will try to do some kind of um, family physical activity together at least once a week, if not every other week. Like we, we did up until the point where it got too cold here in Colorado, but we were doing a, um, every other weekend we would go hike together as a family. And that was just okay. really enjoyable, you know? Um, and so, you know, I'm trying to make that more of a family tradition for us. And then, um, you know, I guess I'm just trying to master adulting in general. So of course, finances <laughs> are on there. 
um, finances on there, you know, um, again, we're getting older and there's less and less time to make financial mistakes, or at least, you know, if you're thinking about compounding interest, you, you got, you got to start, you know, taking advantage of the time a little bit more. You, start now, you still got, you know, 20 yeah. years, at least till 60. So, I mean, that's, that's yeah, early, so, early retirement. You know, I think this year I was probably a lot, uh, some of the newer goals I have on my list are, are definitely finance related, mm-hmm. um, you know? Um, so yeah, I think as a family, I think the other thing we, we did this year and I want to continue is to um, sit down with my significant other, my spouse and discuss my goals with him. You know, I think we did that last year, but we kind of just like very quickly, you're like, oh, what, what you got on your go- on your list, you know? Mm-hmm. But this year we kind of like talked about it because so much of our goals are about the family, about us and the family. And so um, I, I think those are the big two for me. The two categories is, is health and finance. Right. So that's funny that you mentioned that because last year I was like, Told, telling Nick like yes we have to discuss our goals every like every single month we should have a family goal session because every month we have a, a work goal session at work and so we should follow that format but then our home goal sessions turned into like two hour discussions and he was like I'm out <laughs> <laughs> he's like work is following me home in a weird way <laughs> <laughs> yeah he he was just like I mean we can't, we can't do this in half an hour. Like it has to be these like super long discussions. I was like, all right, all right. So it's kind of my, on my goal list to get back to doing that this year, but maybe like cut it back. Mm-hmm. So perhaps I could fit into, you know, 20, 30 minutes, what used to take me two hours, but you know, I'm a talker. So when we will set a goal or whatever. I like to discuss it. Like how close are we to achieving this? Da, 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 you know, right? Like, so I like to, I like to theorize and be like, well, <laughs> I mean, are we really doing anything to get to that goal? Like you said it and I don't feel like this month we're progressing and I like to discuss it. So perhaps I'll cut the discussion back and he'll be willing to do it. <laughs> well, you know, that's actually an interesting idea because Tony and I do it at the beginning of the year and maybe we'll, you know, kind of check back in towards the end of the year, but mm-hmm. we don't tend to have scheduled or regular purposeful meeting about our goals kind of in between. So maybe I should do that because what tend to happen with us uh, is that, you know, comes October, November, and you're like, oh my God, where, where am I on my goals list? <laughs> and then there's this mad dash at the end to try to look like you've checked off some items, you know? No, it's true. <laughs> and yeah, and in reality, it's just like, okay, this is this is not legit. You know, this is not like you you've actually can check this off that you've accomplished this, that this is now a, a routine, a habit, right? And mm-hmm. so um, I don't, I mean, like, I don't even know if I can really think back and say, I've got a, a new year resolution that was just so successful that just, you know, I, I've been able to turn it into a, a, you know, I mean, I have to think about that one. I get to, mm-hmm. I have to think about that one a little bit, but, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Do, can you think of any that have been like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I set this goal one year and it's been like super awesome. Life so realistically, the only resolution or goal or whatever you want to call it that I think I've ever 
maintained and followed through on is the skincare regimen, right? So about two, oh, maybe three years ago now, I started that Korean 10 step skincare regimen and I do it consistently pretty much every day. And that's really the thing that I think you have to remind yourself, right? Is that I guess for some reason, when I think of a health goal, like exercise, if, if I don't do it, let's say Tuesday, when I was supposed to do it, then I'm like on Wednesday, I'm like, eh, I already missed yesterday. What's the point? You know, like you fall off the bandwagon and it's real easy to just let yourself continue falling mm-hmm. off the bandwagon. <laughs> just, just like letting the wagon get further and further away from you. Mm-hmm. But with the skincare routine, so at first I did it and I was like, oh, it's awesome, right? Because, you know, it's kind of like exercise. You do it, you see results at first and, and you're motivated to continue doing it because you see these results. And then you might fall off the wagon a little bit or it starts being like, man, I don't have, ah, oh, it's so hard to find schedule the time for this, et cetera, et cetera. So what helped me with the skincare regimen is that, because there are so many X number of steps, right? And so it seems very time consuming. So I was realistically probably about three months in on that and just feeling like, man, I don't know if I can continue doing this. This is so much commitment, this time. So one day I put on a, a timer and I timed myself doing all the steps I normally do at night. And it realistically only took me about five minutes to get it done. So then I was like, I think it was easier for me to commit to it once I was realizing that it's five minutes, like mm-hmm. in a whole 24 hours. I don't want to commit five minutes to myself. And yeah. it's kind of enjoyable, right? You do it and you you get all these positive, like right afterwards, your face is all glowy. And so it's very it immediate yeah. satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> you look in the mirror and you're just thinking, oh, well, this is really nice and dewy and glowy. And so you really get immediate feedback on like a skincare routine that I guess you don't necessarily get out of exercise uh, per se. But <laughs> what I mean is it's been three years and there are times when I like, there's a day maybe where I'm really running late and I just will be like, I have to skip it. Uh, or there's a week or two where I'm a little lazy about it. Maybe I don't do all the steps that I normally do. But I always get back on the wagon because it's like you said, it just becomes kind of a habit. And that's probably my most successful one. Well, then, and that's not probably, that is definitely my most successful one because it has been three years, <laughs> three years since I started doing this. And so I would say that's pretty successful. And I think for me, when I think about that, that's the important thing to remember, whatever other goal or resolution that I set this year is that it doesn't matter if you fall off the bandwagon because consistency is what gets you there in the end. And so if I take up an exercise regimen or a finance regimen, whatever, I need to not get discouraged when I inevitably, and there will be days, (laughs) fall off the wagon or even weeks, like, right? Like, let's say I don't work out for a week, big deal. I should get back on the wagon and Mm -hmm. and start doing it again. And it will still overall be better ultimately at the end of this next year than if I just gave up on it entirely. So 
that's kind of, I think that's my big new year resolution is to just stick with it. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. But I like how you said that, you know, you didn't really focus on the fact that you fell off, right? That you you messed up, but you instead focus on the, the gratification of accomplishing it, even if it was just, okay, that night I washed my face and it felt good, you know, Mm -hmm. and and focusing on those things to kind of, you know, why, why add extra guilt, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's okay. It's okay. Just focus on the positive, you know, and I I think I did come up with one that I would have to say is my most successful. And I said Mm -hmm. this one a few years ago, quite a few years ago, actually. um, And that's to cook more for my family. Okay. And so, I wouldn't actually really credit. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say credit, but I don't know if it's fully out of like, you know, getting that routine and the habit and the self-discipline, you know, but I set this goal because, you know, I wanted to cook healthier meals and, you know, and at the time V was starting to, my oldest daughter was starting to really eat daily meals with us. You know, she was going from just milk and and baby food to really eating Mm -hmm. like, you know, regular food with us. And so, you know, um, I didn't want to do so many takeout meals and stuff like that. And I wanted to cook for us and, and, um, to do it for that reason. But then, you know, in the beginning it was hard. It was definitely hard and I was struggling to stay on that wagon. Um, but then because of like, you know, changes in our finances and our jobs and, and, you know, things like that. And it forced us to have to eat at home. And therefore, because of those two factors where, okay, because of the finance reason, the budget reasons, and, and because I was, you know, much more motivated to cook because, you know, it wasn't just for my husband and I, it was for, you know, this little baby, right? And, and so, or this little toddler that was eating with us too. And so that really helped me to stick to it and kind of forced me to stick to it. But now it's really become this, this, routine this you know this thing that we do every every week I meal plan I go grocery shopping and I cook you know I would have to say all but like one meal we allow ourselves one eat out meal and sometimes we don't even you know do that but like you know and sometimes we do two right and so it's not perfect it's not you know um have some flexibility uh, built in but for the most part I cook all of our meals and so that would have to be my most successful one and I think if you know me right mm-hmm you know that I did not cook. I did not know how to cook. I did not enjoy cooking. I was just, you know what I mean? My mom is a terrific cook, but she did not teach it to me. I did not have the desire to learn it from her. And so this is like literally something very like out of the ordinary for me. Okay. So for other people who enjoy cooking, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but for me, this is like, life-changing like this Mm -hmm. is like who is this person you know that Mm -hmm. cooks now so that would have to be my most successful one well good any closing thoughts on new year's resolutions or anything you want to add um i think just what we were just saying earlier focus on the positive don't get discouraged and and you know um i i'm I have goals that I would put on the list and then next year I have to put them on the list again because it, it you know, it's <laughs> still not one of these years it sticks and then you don't yeah. have to continue putting it on the list. Exactly. And eventually yep. we'll get there. Eventually yep. we'll get there. I agree. No, you know, we're humans and we're not perfect, but that's the point of l- continuing to live on this earth, right? Striving oh, yeah. to improve. The other one I would have to say is hmm. share it with somebody, with your spouse, your best friend, something, because True. it really helps to talk it out. And it almost helps to like what you were saying, you know, have someone that even if it's just, 
midway through the year in, in June or July, check back in with that friend and say, you remember that goal I set or that resolution I set? You know, because yeah, it's accountability. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That, that way you're not the only person in this world who knew you had this goal, which means at the end of the year, if you don't achieve it, it's not embarrassing. Like you didn't, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't tell anybody like, no. So now I don't have to tell them I didn't achieve it. Right. But if you put it out there, now you're committed to it. So I agree. That's a, that's a really good tip. So, so I think that concludes this week's episode of easier with a friend. Thanks so much for listening and tune in the rest of the month as we continue our resolution series through January. Also remember to follow us on Instagram at easier with a friend 